recording. Welcome to the place to be reviews. I am Pete Itepokui, whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me late for dinner because I'm always hungry. I am here with Mr. Terry Whitmore. Good morning. Morning, and uh, we are at Holton Lake Con. This is day three. Uh, Terry is the artist and author of Curse of the Northwoods, a nice, uh, nice comic that he. Uh, would you do you consider it a comic or more of a like it's, the graphic? Yeah, it's just kind of a short comic, just okay. a short story, a couple, a few pages long. You know, that, that standard length, but mm -hmm. just a little little sample of some of the things we're coming up with. So. Okay, okay. So you have so you have more. Uh, is it going to kind of piggyback off this story, or are you are you um, building a, a, a kind of like a, a world around this? It's kind of going to be more like a horror anthology. Um, okay. Uh, a writer I'm working with, Mr. John Stump, up and he's written a bunch of stories. I have a couple stories of my own. Um, we're working on just getting them together. Some will be long, some will be short. We're just and, uh, keep putting them out and putting them together and so how long how, how long have you been uh, illustrating and uh, and writing in um a couple of years a couple <laughs> yeah. of years okay yeah um you know growing up in high school you know younger loved to draw loved comics kind of got away from it after high school and then a couple of years ago I just started doodling around I had a job where I had a lot of downtime so I decided to do start doodling and, mm -hmm. and then it started picking up from there and you know you You'd buy some comics or see some comic at the shop, and like, like this art's not that great, and mm -hmm. the story's not really that good. Like, you know, so that kind of led to trying to see what we could come up with. And, okay. Um, yeah, so it's just been building. It's it's been fun. Nice. And, and like I said, I, I enjoyed it because it was it kind of. And, and I'm not going to give it away. If you guys <laughs> want it, uh, it'll be available at uh, shallowgravecomics.com. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're working on getting that website up. Um, hopefully, before too much long, we'll have okay. everything up and going. So we will uh, we will be following that as soon as that website is up. Uh, make sure you get a uh, get a Facebook page going for that too, because we'll uh, we'll be sharing that on the Place oh, Reviews yeah. page on Facebook, yeah. and uh, we can tweet that out too Perfect. to kind of give you uh, give you some more exposure there. Um, did you have any influences uh, from the industry or um, outside of the comic book industry to kind of get you involved in this? Um, yeah, you know, '80s kids love love all the horror movies from the '80s. Mm -hmm. um, you know, scary books, Stephen King, stuff like that. Um, really into some of the more horror-related um, Swamp Thing, Hellblazer, things okay. like that. Even going back to the older EC stuff, you know, the uh -huh. creepy and mm -hmm. like that stuff's really great. And you mentioned Swamp Thing. Now that was uh, we, that was a big uh, a big point recently because that was a show that was on the DC mm -hmm. universe. I don't know. Do you if you? I don't have it myself. I um, haven't either. Uh, I've. I want to get it. I heard the um, Doom Patrol show was really good, mm -hmm. which I, I did Doom Patrol, and then I heard good reviews on the Swamp Thing show, but then they canceled after yeah. one episode. So yeah. I don't know. That's disappointing to hear. And they have the, they have the entire season, which they're gonna they're still gonna release, but it just it doesn't seem right to cancel a show no. after after one episode. And yeah, before it, anyone can even watch it to yeah. see if it's any good or not. Yeah, you know, uh, you're not really gonna get no. a lot of subscribers that way. No, not but, really. Yeah, those. Uh, and it was recently. Uh, I think it was Adrian Barbeau's birthday. And, course the original screen queen you know she was mm -hmm. in the the first swamp thing movie so that was uh just another little there's all these little like easter eggs that you yeah. find along the way here and i said influenced by that kind of 80s horror um we're getting ready to do a uh, a watch party for night of the creeps if you're if you've ever heard of that one it's no, kind of a space zombie horror movie sounds fantastic tom atkins is the lead um, oh, okay for those of you who don't know who tom atkins is uh season of the witch 
Halloween 3, he was the uh, lead role in that. So before we get off on too much of a tangent here about horror movies <laughs> and whatnot, um, which I could go on all day yeah. about, um, plug the co- I bang on the table there, it hits my mic, it sounds like a bass drop. We'll, yeah. hit the, we'll plug the comic one more time. This is yeah. Curse of the North Woods, and the artist and story by Mr. Terry Whitmore, who was gracious enough to stop by and give us a, uh, give us a few minutes of his time this morning yeah. here. Um, go ahead and uh, plug the story and anything you have coming up. Um, for the folks. Yeah, so the Curse of North Woods basically is just a story of some people going some places they shouldn't go and the consequences that follow. Um, uh, then again with my partner John Stump, um, who's written a whole bunch of stories that we're going to be putting onto paper with pictures, so um, just a whole bunch of different horror anthology stories, um, everything from, well, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a, yeah. a, lot, of, a lot of variety in, in what we're coming, so we're going to try to cover the basis on uh, different ways people can get into trouble. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Terry, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Uh, This is Mr. Terry Whitmore, shallowgravecomics.com. That website will be up soon, and as soon as that is up, you will see it plugged on our Facebook page, our Twitter, uh, Instagram, and everywhere else we can can possibly give an independent creator um, some more more exposure. That's uh, that's what we're all about here, and that's uh, that's what the Fandom Menace does. We uh, we support independent creators, and... uh, Thank you so much, Terry. Thank Appreciate you it. very much. And uh, thank you folks for watching. We'll have some more interviews coming up today from Holt Lake Con, the place to be reviews. I'm out for now. Welcome to the place to be reviews. It is Monday, June 17, 2019. And the Road Warrior is joining us right now. What's up, Monica? <laughs> hey, buddy. How you doing, girl? I'm tired. I bet you are. That was a uh, that was a long haul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's all right. It was a, it was a blast. Uh, it, it was it was a lot of fun this weekend. I really had fun with that. Um, we uh, we made some new friends. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, we picked up a lot of subscribers, but we uh, we put out a lot of content this weekend. Well, really, you. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't do much. Yeah, you did. You were there. You helped. You know, you're you're part of this. You know, uh, your contributions do not go unnoticed. And uh, no, we did. We got a lot of got a lot of videos out. And actually, I was before we came on the air, I uh, I had recorded an 11 minute and 49 second video. Uh, I'm not going to say what uh, what story that was on because I have to redo the video because the audio settings on the computer were not adjusted back from the previous equipment I had and driver I had hooked up to the computer. So, oh, no. Yeah, so I have to go back. I fixed the audio settings. Um, I figured that out. Um, I didn't get mad. I just troubleshot it. And, yeah, so now I have to uh, go back and re-record that, but that's okay. Um, so, and I told you, uh, I do not have a script for tonight. We are uh, unscripted, but I do have some articles set aside for us. So. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I know you said you're good for about an hour tonight. And I think that's all we'll do. Honestly, this show is going to be uh, kind of the one where we phone it in because it's, it's already, well, it's nine thirty my time, which means it's what, eight thirty six your time, you know, it's so You've got a long day tomorrow, I know, and uh, I still have to redo this video. So it was. Uh, we can talk a little bit about the con first. Um, I am really uh, excited. Uh, we've got the uh, audio interview uh, footage or reel from uh, the interview I did with Terry Whitmore from Shallow Grave Comics. 
um, that is going to be up on the site. Uh, well, it'll be in this podcast. Actually, it's already on YouTube. Uh, and we shared the clip on Facebook. So uh, that uh, Curse of the Northwoods um, book I bought from him, it was a short story. It was kind of cool. Um, I don't want to give really give it away, but I mean, it was neat. It was uh, just uh, a kind of a cautionary tale. And I just thought it was cool. And he's got some other uh, stuff coming down the uh, coming down the pipe. So, kind of uh, kind of excited to see where that goes. Yeah, he was really sweet too. So, <laughs> yeah, the, very very nice guy. Um, a lot of the vendors there were really cool. Um, yeah. the Pucky the Pucky <laughs> Comics guys were uh, were a lot of fun. Um, and uh, the the kids his next king, to us. his King Thanos shirt that was hilarious. Yes, yes, that was <laughs> I really liked that. Um, and that, that guy sitting next to us, uh, that was his artwork. He was very quiet. He like, didn't say anything. I know. I think Pretty we much. intimidated him. Oh yeah. Because both of us are just so loud and boisterous and just like outgoing. And like, he was just curled up in a ball in the corner, just staring at his phone the whole time. Like somebody walked to his table and he wouldn't even acknowledge him. Yeah. I saw it was, it, it was funny. I'm like, is this guy that much of an introvert? But his stuff was really good. I had checked it out a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I walked by as I was walking around. I kind of looked at it. I was like, man, this guy does really good work. Um, it was uh, it was just really, uh, you know, well well done um, art. Yeah. So uh, what, should we, uh, what should we talk about first here? I think – we will talk about something that had it was supposed to uh, happen. Um, this is the anniversary of its announcement, I guess you could say. We'll, we'll jump into that first. But, um, Monica, why don't you tell them where they can find us on social media? Oh, Lord. So unfair. Um, <laughs> the Place to View Reviews on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, at the Place to Be. No. What is it? Shit. Twitter. At the place to be re one is that right? On or... Twitter is the place to be re one. Yeah, my brain is tired. Um, place okay. to be reviews at mail dot com, mm-hmm. and YouTube is the place to be reviews. Etep, it... I hate you. <laughs> 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 I can't even hide it. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's Etapo Queens, the place to be reviews. How many like crazy looks did you get this weekend? Whenever you said that, um, a lot. Yeah, I figured a lot. So it was worth it every time. <laughs> no, I, I just can't, shook my head. I can't, the, I can't change the name of the channel now. We're branded. Oh, we are not, but whatever. You do what you want. Yes, we are. <laughs> I, uh, and, and, um, I'd like to thank, uh, the new YouTube subscribers as well as, uh, we have some new subscribers on YouTube. You know, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. We got Admiral Tiberius, um, Mary and, uh, Rebecca Frost, who is apparently a fan of us and, uh, per- <laughs> you in particular. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I said that screenshot. Um, because I, I got the notification uh, that there was a comment, so and it was on the live stream video. So I went and looked at it, and 
I, I sent you the screenshot of it. I, I cropped it down, but I sent you the screenshot, and I was like, um, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Are you just jealous? Giggity. <laughs> no, no, I'm just no I mean, absolutely not. Um, I, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I nobody's gonna, <laughs> yeah, no, not me. <laughs> We don't, uh, we don't, people, the people, our, our, our fans aren't that weird. Oh. <laughs> well, you don't know that. Uh, well, I mean, you know, they, they could be, they could be. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, that was definitely um, kind of funny because like I said, I went to respond and then the, uh, the comment was gone. It had uh, mysteriously disappeared, but I still had it uh, quoted text in my email from the notification and uh, the screenshot of it. Uh, the user does not have any other uh, thing listed on their channel. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of glad good. you couldn't respond. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be mean. I was going to be like, um, what am I a chopped liver? <laughs> no, uh, really. I was just going to be like, um, okay. I'm, I'm sure she'll say thank you. Or you're either a creepy fuck or something like that. <laughs> But you know, um, and I did none of the above. Yeah. I sent the face palm. My God. Yep. <laughs> yep. You did. You did send the face palm, and I, like I said, I was just like kind of like I, I would have been waiting for something like that to pop up on on a comment thread on YouTube. Yeah. Why? It did. Oh, because it's an inevitability. Mm. It's an inevitability. It's it's only one of the uh, one of the pratfalls of being a female YouTuber is uh is the uh, inevitability of weirdos in comment threads. But like I said, that person left the first comment. It was very nice. I posted, uh, it was very nice. I posted a, uh, a shot of that on, on the place to be reviews page, I think, and my personal page, actually. Um, it, it was a very complimentary comment. And then I just, they couldn't resist um, falling back on the weirdness as on the live stream video they left that uh, comment for you, <laughs> intended to uh, be for you. So they didn't tag you, and of course, I, you know, your it's my YouTube channel name, so yours your your name's not on there really. You know, yeah, that's your, okay. Your screen name anyway, which is ex except in you know uh, a few of the chats. Which um, have you uh, have you decided about Saturday yet? Are you going to try to uh, jump on the oh, Mac and me watch? I forgot party? to look at my schedule. Remind me in the morning. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, and I'm we'll gonna just, try we'll to. Add I just, we'll add I just need to make sure okay. I don't have something signed up first. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to find out where I'm going to have to go rent that or something. Um, yeah. They probably have that at Family Video. Well, I don't have I a know that store I... near me, so I might have to, uh, like, figure something out. I might have to get crafty. Do you have like, Amazon? Do you have Amazon Prime or something? Yeah, I do. It's got to be online somewhere. Like either that or on Amazon Prime, I would say. You know, it, something like that, a streaming service. Um, I can. Uh, I, I was kind of thinking about like looking, uh, looking first on YouTube to see if it was it was on there. And there's a couple other movie sites I have that I could probably check out. But that's that's such an obscure. Do you remember that movie? No. Really? Oh my God! It's so obscure. <laughs> it was basically like sponsored by McDonald's. Like it, it's, yeah, it, it was kind of funny. Um, let's see here. I'm, while I'm opening up this first article, 
I, uh, I'm going to, let's see, just minimize that. Won't then pop over here. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about this is this. If we would have done an episode yesterday, um, this would have been a topic because it would have been the, the date that it was supposed to be released. I let me mute my speaker here. In the background. Uh, I got spoiled this weekend using that, uh, that really nice desk mic. Um, and, and that like EQ and everything. Oh, that was so nice. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I really, uh, really want to uh, want to get one of those. Okay, so June 14th would have been, should have been, the day that Justice League Two would have released in theaters. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, it was announced for uh, June 14th, 2019. Uh, I did you see you saw that post I made on the page the other day about the uh, the DC films that were supposed to be out already and uh, Flash was one of them, which really uh, broke my heart. I did not see that post. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it was it was all the uh, like of course Aquaman was off because Aquaman got pushed to uh, December as it was. Uh, supposed to be in August, but yeah, that, that was off a little bit, but yeah, there was like supposed to be a cyborg movie and yeah, I was, it, it, I'm not going to lie. I, I wish DC would have done it correctly and not had Zack Snyder, uh, the, the dark gray, uh, DC Snyder verse. Uh, oh, you back. I'm back. There we, all right. There we are. So we were talking justice league Two. Should have released June 14, 2019. Uh, you, you saw Justice League, obviously. Yeah. Um, what What was your – I mean, obviously, we, we talked a little bit about uh, Steppenwolf and how bad um, he was. The CGI on, on Steppenwolf was – it was shit. It was, it was horrible. And for a movie of that size and – the level of ambition that that movie had, they were basically jumping right into an Avengers type movie um, with yeah. what, like their, their second or third outing. Um, you know, it was just, the DCEU was a mess. Um, you know, Man of Steel was kind of, eh. um, I thought it was okay. I just bought it for like $3 and 50 cents the other day. I did like, uh, Cavill is Superman. I really did, but I don't understand why I wouldn't shave his mustache. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like him, to be honest. But I mean, I'm not a big DC fan anyway, so I don't think it would have mattered. Yeah, I, I like him better than I liked Brandon Roth. I thought he was terrible. His yeah. his rendition of Superman was shit. <laughs> It was so um, confusing to me because he's in Arrow. And then he took on, he went from Arrow to what's that side show that they put out, DC put out? Um, uh, shit, I can't remember. Where they, a couple of the characters went off and did like a spinoff series. That wasn't Legends of Tomorrow, was it? Yes, that's what it is. Okay, le- yeah. He was in that too. So I didn't, I was like, this is just not, I don't know. Yeah, they they didn't have they don't have good continuity at all. No. No. And and 
that was the thing with it. They they really like they didn't they never released a solo um, Batfleck movie. You know, it was Batman versus Superman right off the jump. BVS after Man of Steel. Um, you know, then you had Wonder Woman, and then you had Justice League, which just shit the bed. Um, you know, for for all the scenes with uh, the battles of Steppenwolf and with him versus the Amazons. The CGI was just, it was bad. I can't, yeah, that should have been such a huge, huge movie. And the drop in the box office between the first and the second week of that was just, it was dreadful. Like it it was walking off, it was walking off a cliff. I think it was in the upwards of like 65% um, between week one and two, which is, that's like suicide for a movie. Right. Um, And speaking of suicide, I think they're still planning on, doing that uh, Suicide Squad 2 that basically none of the original cast is coming back for, which makes literally no sense. Yeah, like, why are they doing this? I I don't understand. I think it was the project that James Gunn was undertaking in the short period of time that they, quote-unquote, fired him from Disney and he went to DC. Um, But I I don't know. I I had the, the first Suicide Squad, I didn't make it through the whole thing. Um, yeah we saw that in theaters and I was like I just kept checking my watch I'm like is it time to go yeah like I I was bored as shit it was horrible it it was it was like it was like watching Captain Myth it was just like I I shouldn't be bored I shouldn't be bored watching this movie I wasn't like I said I didn't make it through the whole Suicide Squad movie though I didn't and I and I'm a DC fan you know um I mean my two of my favorite characters are from DC um but I can't get behind their their EU. I think what they're doing with Wonder Woman uh, 1984 is going to be good. It's kind of that retro uh, marketing look, and you know they're not going to need to get preachy with that. Yeah. So so you know that's an established brand that people can get behind. That's a character that people care about. That's an iconic, strong female character. But they did the first one right too. I thought. Yes. I mean, I, I yes. didn't mind. Absolutely. That movie. No. Ab- absolutely but but what i'm saying is they're they're not gonna they're not gonna just go oh, okay well this this marvel went woke with theirs so we better do that with ours i think that uh this is odd that i have to give them credit for something they have a little more sense than that and that gail godot is a little too classy for that yeah so yeah, um, this this article says uh, Justice League now occupies a place of infamy in the annals of superhero movie history thanks to the massive debacle of Warner Brothers trying to replace director Zack Snyder with Joss Whedon. Ever since Justice League came and went, fans have been riveted by the stories from Zack Snyder and his creative team of what they had planned for an entire Justice League trilogy. You can get the full breakdown of Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy here, but today fans are celebrating, lamenting, one big milestone associated with the franchise as of June 14, 2019 marked the day that justice league two was originally supposed to be released in theaters. Scroll below to see what DC fans, all of the internet are saying about the would be release of the justice league two franchise, the grievances they now have with the franchise. This should be good. Let's take a look at some of these tweets. Uh, let's oh see. Boy. Yeah. It says, wait, isn't justice league two supposed to come out today? Ha ha. Uh, let's see remember when there was going to be a justice league too yeah because they had here it is right here march uh 11th or march 25th 2016 was batman versus superman uh june 23rd 2017 was wonder woman 
Uh, March 23rd, 2018 was supposed to be The Flash. August 3rd, 2016 was Suicide Squad. Justice League Part 1, November 17th, 2017. Aquaman was listed for uh, July 27th, 2018. And then Justice League 2, June 14th, 2019. And here's a tweet right here. It says, let's go. Justice League 2 is out tomorrow. The hype is killing me. Mm-hmm. All these no. Uh, <coughs> in another world, Justice League 2 would have come out today. Um, it's just... Just got here's here's one. Just got out of Justice League two, and holy fuck, I can't believe. Quote: Spoilers. Dark Side actually won in the end. How the fuck are they going to come back from this? Is Justice League three going to be the nightmare timeline? Another masterpiece by Zack Snyder. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. This guy, this guy put a video up, and it says, "Just saw Justice League two in the cinema. It's got it like a guy screaming." I don't think it's going to be any good. I mean, honestly. I don't know why they don't just quit. I don't think they're ever going to make one. They're they're honestly not. They won't won't make a second Justice League movie. Uh, The DCEU just fell apart. Their streaming service has kind of fallen by the wayside, too. You know, that Swamp Thing show, they they debuted that and then canceled it after the first episode uh, was, was streaming. When did they it, debut that? I didn't know it was out already. It was like a month or so ago. And then it, it got canceled right after they aired the first episode of it. Why? What the hell? I, I don't understand why they did that. Um, and it, the first episode, I guess it got good reviews. You know, um, people uh, people seem to like it. Yeah. It, it, it just... Uh, it didn't uh, didn't make sense, um, but I don't know. So it says, uh, let's see, what do we got after the tweets here? It says, today isn't just a bittersweet milestone for DC fans who wanted to see Justice League 2. It's also a major letdown for ha- fans who jumped on the DCEU train with Man of Steel six years ago. Wow, that came out six years ago and expected so much more from this franchise. Uh, here's another one that says, you know how much MIB disappointed me? Justice League 2 really made me happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh and, and I guess uh, my uh, my boo didn't do uh, do too well in Men in Black International. Are you really That's... that surprised? No, no, I'm not okay. surprised at all. Like I said, I, was I have no, no, I, I liked her in Ragnarok. She was cool. Her character was cool. Um, but outside of that, she's a she's an SJW uh, lunatic. You know, I, I I understand that. So you can't reason with those people; they're weird. Um, this is with uh, with fans tepid about heading out to see Men in Black International this weekend. Justice League Two would have been an excellent alternative. Unfortunately, you'll have to watch that movie in the theater of your imagination. I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go get Trey's action figures and I'm gonna play Justice League Two in the living room after I'm done recording tonight. <laughs> And uh, I'll uh, I'll act it out out there. I'll just have to be quiet so I don't wake anybody up. <laughs> you're laughing like I'm joking. I know I'm not. I, I mean I know you're not. <laughs> That's why I'm like okay. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert: The Flash is the only person that survives. Um, yeah, but then he runs back. Shocked. He runs. He runs uh, back in time and saves uh, saves everybody. But then he creates the. Uh, the multiverse again, or the infinite uh, number of uh, alternate realities that 
happened in the uh, Flashpoint Paradox. But anyway, he creates a Flashpoint Paradox there. Shazam is now in theaters. Joker hits theaters on October 4th. Are you excited for the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix? No. Not at all? No. Why I thought would that I one be? looked kind of... I thought it looked kind of cool, but the only thing that kills me is like, I know it's a Joker origin story, but it's like a Joker movie without Batman. It's kind of like, I, I hope Joaquin Phoenix can carry it. He's weird enough to, I think, but I don't know. I'm kind of interested. I don't know that I'm going to go to the theater to see that one, but uh, I'll definitely watch it. No, I will uh, not be watching it. Oh, what about, what about Birds of Prey? That's February 7th, 2020. Uh, TBD. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. They they already said they're 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 gonna dress uh Harley Quinn not like a uh not like a slut with daddy issues in the next movie, so um I I, I guess I was like whatever, I really don't give a shit. Like Margot Robbie in a tight outfit wasn't enough to keep me interested in that movie, so you know, I, it just it, it was so boring. It was so boring. It was and like and, and she was almost annoying. And I I hate saying that because I appreciate her as an actress, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, she's, she was she was just like irritating. I'm like, just stop talking. Uh, she's played some she's played some good roles, you know. I have no issue with her as an actress at all. Uh, just in that role, like you said, she was annoying. Um, yeah, it just it wasn't good. And then uh, let's see, we got what else? We got uh, Wonder Woman 1984 comes out on June 5th, 2020. That is one I will be there to see opening night. Um, Definitely, definitely. I'll uh, I'll be wearing my Wonder Woman outfit. Uh, take pictures, post them on the oh. on the page. I'm really gonna need to do some cardio if I'm gonna fit into that uh, that armor. Um, <laughs> and of course, the uh, the sparkly Batman comes out on uh, June. T- 25th, 2021. The uh, the bat cuck, as I like to call him. <laughs> um, I don't understand why people are so excited to see him play Batman. <laughs> yeah, I am not. And we talked about the uh, the the fans on the internet wanting, you know, Kristen Stewart cast as Catwoman or whatever, or, and then the rumored that uh, Vanessa Hudgens was going to play the uh, female lead in that. And it's like nothing about that movie is exciting me right now. And Batman is one of my favorite characters ever. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> one day you'll just like fully convert to the MCU. Although it's probably not a good time for that either. <laughs> but you know, I, I already have. Um, and, and it was a while ago that that happened because I just the DC movies like I, I enjoyed the uh, you know the uh, what is it um, the Nolan trilogy you know with uh, Christian Bale those were cool um, Man of Steel like I said it was all right I didn't hate it uh, but I didn't love it uh, Justice League was a shit show I, I enjoyed it you know what I mean like the first time I kind of took it for what it was I I realized. A little bit of the movie is like this is not going to be the greatest movie. I'm just going to enjoy it because it's got like a lot of cool, you know, characters. But then I look at Ezra Miller playing the Flash, and I'm like, the guy that's on the CW is fucking better than the guy that they have in in their cinematic universe. Yeah, I think that's the only way I'll watch a Flash movie is if he's playing him. Yep, Grant Gustin is he's great as a Flash, and I think with the way that show is going, it's it's kind of woke. Um, 
I really hope they just end it and just move him up to the uh, the the cinematic part of it. Yeah, I agree. Because I really, I really want a standalone Flash movie because it doesn't look like they're going to be doing a lot of overlapping, uh, overarching stories in uh, in the DC uh, side of uh, the films, the superhero genre now, which for them is probably the best way to go until, I mean, you really, I mean, I don't know. Can you really reboot it right now? You know, um, Shazam has been, I haven't seen it yet, uh, and I really want to, but Shazam has been a, uh, a success. Uh, Aquaman hit a billion dollars. Wonder Woman was a success. Um, you know, it, it's kind of hard to see the DC uh, EU without a, uh, a Superman, though. Yeah. Uh, he is, you know, I, I've never, ever, ever, ever been a uh, Superman fan. I just haven't, you know, I'll watch the movies. I like the Christopher Reeve movies, you know, um, they were fun as a kid, but I'm not like, I was never like, I want to go out and get a Superman shirt or Superman action figure. I, I never was, I never did. Um, yes. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, you know, I can't, but I can watch the movies because it's a superhero movie, you know, and I'm, I'm willing to check most of them out. You know, shit. Like I said, I sat through Captain Matt. Um, I didn't go to a theater God, to see help it us though. All. <laughs> I, I warned you. I warned you. I did. I remember that when you said you were going to, uh, to the theater. I'm like, I don't know if I'd do that. Because you watched it the day after I did, I think. Uh, yeah, I think we went you Saturday. See- yes, yeah, I watched it. it. It debuted like Thursday night. And I watched it. Uh, I streamed it Friday night. So I was, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to the fucking theater. I'm not giving them my money. I did drive through the parking lot of the Pines though on opening night, and it was, uh, it was packed. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Which, but that, <laughs> most, but this is the most thing. of the theaters were on opening night, and then they realized yep. that you didn't have to watch it to watch Endgame. So the next week, people stopped going. And that's the thing, and and I'm not saying this about you because you're obviously not. You just went to see it because you said somebody bought you tickets, which is basically why I went to see The Last Jedi. Yeah. Right. Right. I I was like a lot of like the normies though, like they wouldn't they would they would think that you needed to see that before Endgame. You know, they just yeah they 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 would think that that was like oh you know it's kind of. Because they made you, they made you believe that you had to see that before. Yeah, they really did. It, it was, it was just like Black Panther with Infinity War. Yep. You know, they basically did the same thing. Um, and yes, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking uh, Black Panther, so we can write that down. Um, Pete criticized one of his favorite movies. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I just I just always do that because I don't want to, I'm, I'm I want I don't want people to think I'm just shilling for a uh, for for a movie uh, to get woke points because I'm not. I genuinely liked it, but I do recognize the flaws. Like I say every time, I feel like I have to defend myself um, on that. <laughs> I, I really do. It's like uh, me, I just yeah. beat everybody to the punchline about making short jokes. Yep. That's that's I always make fun of my uh, my ears or the shape of my head. I'm like, I'm just going to get your ammunition out before uh, before you have a chance to that way you're left with nothing. Yeah. But yeah, so the D.C. uh, Justice League should have been in theaters on June 14th. 
2019 and we all would have been talking about how amazing it was um, today. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. I can't imagine so, but you do have yeah. a good imagination, so maybe. I I truly do. Um, I'm a legend in my own mind, and yeah. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's move over to the uh, the the Marvel side here. Um, we can jump over to io9gizmodo.com oh, for another. Hey, relax now. This article is. Uh, <laughs> This is called, if you tell uh, me that, I'm going to be like snoring in a minute. This is uh, about how, um, oh God, I do. I sound like a chainsaw. Oh, mm-hmm. Let's see. What's the title of this article? The title of the article is How Much Captain Marvel is the MCU Ready For? No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's no. I was about to hit Mar- the hang up button and just be like, oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Okay, bye. See you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) No, that Marvel Spider-Man announcement isn't a Spider-Man 4 comic. And do you know what I'm referring to? No. Why am I confused? So yesterday, Marvel tweeted a picture of a spider, a web, and the number four. Oh, yes. Okay. Continue. All right. So there was all this rumor that it was was it uh you know Spider-Man 4 from the Raimi trilogy well of course it wasn't because that you know they're not going to they're not going to do that now what are they going to they going to do Tom Holland with the fourth Raimi movie you know right uh when, when they're just about to do Spider-Man Far From Home that doesn't make any sense um so this says not all Number fours are created equal. Not even all of them are fantastic, but a certain digit sent Marvel fans into a tizzy this weekend, only for it to be all for naught. Or maybe that should be for naught. F O U R. Very punny. Very punny. Um, yeah, this is by James Whitbrook, uh, by the way. And I don't like the word tizzy. <laughs> I, I just, I don't That's like that. That's what you got out of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I couldn't say I was in a tizzy yesterday over this. And there's a picture of the, um, did you, did you actually see the picture or? Yeah. Okay. All right. I was you saw send the it one to you from you today, right? Yeah. It's down to okay. three. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, I was like, I was kind of like, ah, we'll just wait and see, you know, it, like you said, if you look at the picture, it says Marvel comics, it's hashtag Marvel comics. So I'm like, I, Okay, so it's it's going to be something that I'm probably never going to read um, or really pay attention to unless, like, I see a, an article. Then I would read it. You know, I, I mean, if it's some of the books, I'm probably not going to look at it. Um, I'm going to start reading the uh, Nick Fury Agent of Shield uh, comics, though. Um, Are you? Yeah, um, I actually am. Uh, and I, I, Alex, one of our listeners, um, he he was ribbing me today. He posted a gift because I, I was about my, my cosplay and he said something. We were talking about Nick Fury and I, I, I was like, I made a joke about that because he sent me a picture of the cover of the uh, first Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nick Fury comic. And I was like, boy, Nick Fury looks dot, dot, dot different. And, you know, I, I knew he was white in the comics, but I did not remember that David Hasselhoff made in 1998 a Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
uh, movie. And that's why when everybody's making all those Hasselhoff jokes this weekend, I thought it was a Sharknado reference. (laughs) And it was a goddamn 1998 Nick Fury, David Hasselhoff uh, reference, which makes it even funnier now and even makes me look like a bigger fucking moron. But hey, (laughs) well, I mean, really, I. Like I said, I've seen the Sharknado movies all at least two or three times. Um, I haven't seen that David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury movie since probably it came out in 98. Um, so so I, now I'm actually going to watch it. I'm going to look it up and I'm going to watch it. We should, we should do a watch party for that. Okay. We could do a, we'll do a, we'll do a Hasselhoff night. <laughs> Whatever you say. No, you know, one day we're going to, when, when we hit, this is what we're going to do when we hit like, uh, we'll say like a thousand subscribers on YouTube, we'll do an all day, uh, live stream. What? I have to be a part of this. Oh yeah. You're going to be on the stream with us. We'll do that. We'll do it on Google Hangouts. We'll do like an all day live stream. You know, we won't even, maybe we won't do an all day one to start with because that's a lot. Um, Yeah. I've seen seen channels do it though. I've seen channels do 24 hours. I'm not going to fucking do that. Um, I'm not okay, insane. Well, some of us well, have like work and stuff. Well, we do it. We do it on a weekend. Um, I work on weekends we, too. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I don't understand what that's like. So um, I know that's what I'm saying. We'll have to, been, we'll have to work out it, that detail. It's been a minute. No, but we'll we'll set it up around around schedules. You know what I mean? We'll we'll make it when uh, when our schedules um, will allow for it. But yeah, we'll uh, okay. we'll do like a, we'll do like a couple movies. We'll we'll do a couple movies. You know, we'll stream a couple movies and watch them. And we'll live, you know, we'll live stream, obviously do like commentary, but uh, we'll, we'll sit down and we'll do like, we'll put, uh, we'll make a list out of movies and we'll go from there. But that's, uh, that's at a thousand subscribers. So we're at 42 right now, you know, so it's a ways to go, but honestly, it, it, we've had good growth a couple <laughs> weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, we were at like 15 subscribers, um, which was because there was barely any content on the YouTube channel. And now that we're pumping out these videos it's uh it's picking up and and i'm happy that uh that we're that we're getting there and the podcast is going well except for tonight um we're pretty much a a mess but that's okay that's all right you gotta have one you gotta have a night like that every now and then you know what i mean it's like it's like a pitcher having a bad night on the mound. <laughs> but i wouldn't say this is i wouldn't say it's a bad night i say it's just a disorganized night <laughs> so that's every night of my life but well <laughs> Trying to bring some order to your chaos here, little one. Yeah, good luck. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Oh, so man. the article goes on. It says, yesterday, Marvel Comics account dropped a cryptic teaser image of a spider crawling over an artfully webbed number four. No other details are mentioned, but fans drew the obvious conclusion that it was Spider-Man related because dot, 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 duh. Oh. Uh, that's cringy, isn't it? Stop. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it says, anyway, from there, things got wild. People thought it could be Spider-Man and Fantastic Four crossover series. Others deliberately ignoring that the tease came from Marvel Comics, not Marvel Studios, salivated at the idea of some sort of Fantastic Four presence in the MCU. Well, we already know that's going to happen in 2022. And then there was the wildest prevailing rumor. Marvel was secretly planning to adapt Sam, Ra- Sam Raimi's unfilmed ideas for his fourth and final Spider-Man movie into a comic book. Wait, what? what? That's exactly what it says in the break there. It says, wait, what? That's what people were hypothesizing that that meant. They were going to take the Raimi ideas for 
Spider-Man 4 and um, translated into a comic book arc. Okay. Sounds sketchy. Yeah. When I first heard that theory yesterday, I was, I was not impressed. I'm like, that doesn't even, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't, you know, Um, you can't, uh, you can't recreate that now um, because you've got an established Spider-Man and I I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I don't necessarily like all the characters around him, but, but I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, you know, Uh, he's, He's not to- Toby Maguire was, you know, will always be my Spider-Man, you know, uh, but but I, I like Tom. I enjoy his portrayal of him and I think he's good at it. Yeah, I agree. I like him as Spider-Man. OK, so it's, it goes on to say the evidence, weirdly enough, started making a modicum of sense in a sort of Charlie Day in front of a conspiracy whiteboard way when you started working back from the assumption that Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4, the movie comic book, was a thing that was happening. Hashtag Spider-Man 4 started trending and famed Marvel cover artist Alex Ross used it to tweet and promptly deleted a piece of his work depicting Spider-Man swinging MJ through New York City that actually featured in the opening credits of Spider-Man 2. Eager for more fevered scraps of the clue, fans also noted that a tweet from Marvel Comics EIC C.B. Cebulski about the publisher's dream for the next big million-selling issue of a comic went out on the 17th anniversary of Spider-Man's release on May 2nd, 2002. And it shows the tweet. It says, last comic to sell a million copies was Star Wars number one, which was almost five years ago. About time we published another title that sells over seven figures. And I think I have an idea, dot, dot, dot. (sighs) Because, you know, we always celebrate the 17th anniversary of something as the biggest one. Uh, The 17th anniversary, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Anyway, all of that got laid low today when Marvel returned to its teasing self and posted a new image this time of a number three the four was part of a weirdly timed countdown and nothing more and then there was the three today noted purveyor of truth sabolsky chimed in again to twist the knife even further the new tease quoting it to specifically comment on <laughs> that whatever the comics news is it's not a spidey fantastic four crossover or an adaptation of Raimi's comic so there's usually at least one or two major event storylines in the Spider-Man comics every year. And considering we always we already had Spider-Geddon come to its end earlier this year, like I have no idea what that is, there's a possibility we'll be learning of another event this week. Whatever it is, we'll find out in three days. Sorry, Rami-loving webheads. Ugh. Uh, why do they got to hate on my dude? So what was Spider-Geddon? Um, they're actually sitting in my closet. I haven't even read them yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I have not got that far. Okay. So I'll uh, I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> That's when, when you no when you uh, when you read those um, that uh, that would be um, that would be cool. Uh, you can do a little. Uh, we can do a Monica series on the uh, Spider Gen storyline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. I uh, I think it'd work. Whatever you say, again, it's gonna be my That's line of like. the night. That's 
I'm that's too tired I like to, to argue. <laughs> I, I I like to hear that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but I think that'd be a cool addition. You know, you, you're you're more into the comic side of it than than I am. So um, to to get that perspective is is always nice because it you know it, it helps us uh, understand some more of the source material. And if that's you know the route they're going to go with something, then yeah, I definitely like to know uh, what it is. And uh, I don't have the energy to uh, to hunt those comics down online. I mean, I know where I, where I can find them, but I'm still trying to catch up on Walking Dead. I'm so angry at, uh, at, at Robert Kirkman. I haven't done a, a single. I've done one review, I think, of uh, Fear the Walking Dead, which I think I might do uh, episodes two and three tonight uh, after you check out. Um, before I do the video, um, so I'll uh, I'll get those down. But I really um, I wanted to talk about this article, um, and it was uh, Jeff from World Class Bullshitters did a video on it, and this is about uh, the Star Wars survey that they just did. And you know what? I'm not even going to give this any time because I just I don't. I'm just kidding. Um, this this survey that uh, they I'm did like, my for brain Star can't Wars. Keep up. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't when I don't uh, I, I don't graph, uh, draft an outline for us. Um, everything just goes to chaos. But no. Um, so there was a Star Wars survey done, and here's the the tweet from this Claudia Gray. It says, "Attention, Star Wars fans, your help is needed. Help mark out by." Com- completely by completely this survey completing the survey it takes 10 minutes and will help better understand how awesome and diverse the taste of the star wars fandom is female fans in all caps are especially needed and this um this article was posted a month ago now mark was uh, mark white is a social calls himself a social scientist and he helps uh push progressive values through his scientific quote unquote scientific research, which um, this survey is hilarious because there are all these pointed uh, feminist questions on there. And it, it goes on. To, it was just funny because it's basically uh, the survey, the survey results. Uh, we can just skip right to that. It said that the, the people that don't like the last Jedi are mostly sexist, <laughs> which is hilarious because out of all the things I am sexist is not one of them. Well, most days. Wow. I mean, I don't count Brie Larson. Oh, I don't she, she doesn't count. I mean, let's be honest. You're a woman. Does she count as a female? No. Okay. All right. So I'm in the clear. Um, no, because like most of the other, like the, the female characters that, that we dissect, even her character, you know, we can take the actress out of it and the character's objectively not interesting. No. She has she has no substance, um, you know. Her solo movie origin story didn't really give us anything to go on that was that made me care. Even knowing what I knew going in, I didn't. You know, there's nothing that they really could have done to make me care about um, her or her character. And then the actress Brie Larson, her away from the character of Cadaver Danvers. I'm saying, are you uh, really calling her an actress? Like that's brave. Captain, Captain meh, stunning and brave. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stunning and brave. Jesus. No, she, uh, she's just, she's a, she's an all around, just 
bad person. I mean, she's yeah. a narcissist. You know, she was like we, we've talked about. She was insulated, you know, growing up, homeschooled, no social skills. So you can't even use she, that because I'm like an awkward social person. So it doesn't. No. Yeah, you're you're you're. I wouldn't say awkward. I would. I wouldn't really classify as awkward. Well, I mean, we were we were we were around a bunch. You know, a lot of people we didn't really know this weekend, and uh, we were, you know, fine. We made we made some new friends. <laughs> said the uh, well, I'm not unable to make friends because I know what how to handle people. But yeah, so you're not really socially awkward. I would I would I would quantify that. Me, I'm socially awkward. Oh, I'm um, okay. <laughs> I, I think I I am. I, I have the ability to to disguise that a little bit. Um, yeah, but so you're overall, the only one, apparently. I, well, I'm just, I'm speaking for me. I just, I mean, I've known you for a long time. I really don't see you as a socially awkward person. Well, okay. That's like, I think I mean, that's why, is because you, you know me, like, forever. Well, so. it, it, well, I mean, it, but you would think, like, if you if you were truly, like, that socially awkward, I would be able to tell you that, hey, yeah, you you need to do this in situations. No, like I, I, I mean, we all know those people that like when, when you say, you know them, you know them well, and you take them around a group of people, you know, that they don't know for the first time. And you're just sitting back on the edge of your seat, waiting for the other shoe to drop in them to do something like embarrassing or stupid because they have no, like no self-awareness. <laughs> that That's, that's how like, that's how I see socially awkward people, people that like in a normal conversation will say something insane. Like, that's me. Like, if there's a lull in the conversation, I'll just say something stupid. And then <laughs> I'm just like, uh, yeah, and just sit there and just kind of slink back into my skin. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's like me. You know, I'm just, you know. Normally it is me, but you uh, filled that void all weekend. I didn't have to uh, <laughs> ran a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's because I just never shut up. Well, I was going to say uh, it, but... That's fine. It's just the theory. See, I read your mind. It's the it's the theory that like if you throw enough against the wall, something's bound to stick. So that's a, that's why I just talk so much. Something's bound to work, one one point or another. <laughs> God, yeah. I mean, really, it's worked so far. It's true. Kind of, I mean, for the most part. Kind of, for the mostly, mostly. Um, it's uncertain who Mark is as of this writing. This, yeah, this article is a year. Is a year. This article is a month old. So this Mark guy released this survey, and here's some of the here's some of the questions. Okay, I'm just going to read you some of this. How much do you agree or disagree with the following statements? Most women interpret innocent remarks as being sexist. Strongly agree, disagree, somewhat disagree. I can't even neither agree. This. Neither yeah. agree nor disagree. Somewhat agree or strongly agree. <laughs> this is this is a great one because I can strongly agree with this one. Feminists are making unreasonable demands of men. <laughs> I would strongly agree with that because feminists have just turned into fucking insane fem Did now. you did you take this survey like yourself? And uh, it? no, I haven't. I sh- no, it's closed. The, the survey's closed because the guy oh. released his bullshit study, and it, the stu- and the study's actually been dissected, and, and of course, it's been shown that it's bullshit. Um, it, it's pointed in one direction, and it's the, the the questions are all jaded to make people look more sexist than they are. It says needing to be politically correct. 
creates an atmosphere in which the exchange of free ideas is impossible. I would, uh, I would strongly agree with that. So this 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 guy would take the survey for me and be like, this guy's an alt right white nationalist Nazi Trump loving troll, and he didn't like the Last Jedi because he doesn't like women and he hates minorities. No, I didn't like the Last Jedi because it was fucking garbage. It had hollow characters that nobody cared about, a casino scene that went on for twenty minutes that didn't even need to be in the movie, and you made no sense of anything and you shit on all the canon that came before it. So, and you took legacy characters and disrespected them. So that's what I didn't like about it. <laughs> Let's see. Here's another one. This is, this is great. These next two are amazing. Many women have a quality of purity that few men possess. Really? That is literally, I will send you, I will take a picture and send you uh, a screenshot of this um, because it's hilarious. And this one is even better. Women should be cherished and protected by men. Oh my God. So in, in, in the mind of a feminist, if, if I as a man was to answer this as a cisgendered, heterosexual, white male, patriarchy, fucking asshole that owes women everything, um, I would answer this, should women be cherished and protected by men i i'm like kind of vexed by that but if if you answered agree which I, I really i mean like protected i mean i don't think that unless you ask for protection you know you would need it um you know as a as a woman you know i'm not going to just like be overly chivalrous because i chivalrous because you know some people don't like that you know it just you you just kind of have to I don't know. I just be myself, I suppose. You know, it's like holding doors open. I hold doors open for men and women. I don't care. It's just polite. You know, if, if I'm one of those people, like if I pass somebody in the street, and they make eye contact. I'll at least like nod and smile. Or, you know, if I have like a baseball hat, I kind of like the tip of the cap thing, you know, just, you know, say hello, you know, just not at least not even say hello, but just acknowledge their presence as a human being. And I get weird looks from people all the time for that. And it's like, I, I know I'm like, uh, not a, I'm fucking scary or goofy looking. I don't know. It's more like sloth from the Goonies at this point than it is Vin Diesel. But um, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to uh, club you over the head and drag you back to my cave. Um, I, I'm just going to walk by you and say hello. Well, just sometimes, not. in in our defense, sometimes that comes across differently because. <gasps> People suck. <laughs> so. Oh, and, and, and that's why I won't necessarily like make a big deal out of it or like say, hey, you know, hello. I just kind of walk by and just nod. And, you know, I, and only if somebody makes eye contact, you know, I, I, I'm not one of those people who's you're going to make eye contact. You're going to look at the floor, you know. Um, <laughs> no, if somebody makes eye contact, I'll, I'll acknowledge them. I mean, at least as a fellow human being, I think that we owe each other at least that. Um, I'm not going to walk by and be like, uh, why don't you have a smile on that pretty face, darling? Oh, because God. I'll be afraid that she'll steal my motorcycle and my jacket <laughs> and break my hand. Um, but uh, you did that when I tried to grab a piece of pizza. I mean, that was uh, – I'm just what? kidding. I did not. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I just, well, I people just are just – but that, that's the thing too is like it – I mean, if I come up to somebody or walk past somebody or whatever, if I try to be nice and helpful and, like, greet somebody, people automatically take it as, like, I'm looking for something. So, yep. 
I am one of those people that literally, even if you're making eye contact with me, I won't even acknowledge you because I got, like, I'm not that person. So, I don't know. It, it's... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, no, it, it's just, it gets irritating because I'm like, I'm just trying to be a decent human and, you know, acknowledge your presence and you take it a step too far. So now I just get to the point where I don't want to acknowledge people. <laughs> well, and, and that's the, and that's the problem too, because a lot of guys automatically think if a woman pays them any attention, they're automatically like getting hit on or, you know, flirted with. And it's, it's not that uh, it, it truly isn't. And I'm not the, uh, I'm not the white knight guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not a white knight, but at the same time, it's like, okay, now the internet has created a culture of instant gratification and, uh, the dopamine from, uh, you know, the, the likes and comments and things like that on posts. It's a proven fact. It's a science. Unlike this survey that we're, uh, we're going <laughs> over here, um, by uh, social scientist, Mark White, who is a little cuck. Um, but yeah, so you just have to, guys, and I'm going to talk to the men here for a minute. Guys, no, let's talk. Let, let's talk here for a minute. Um, you, can, you can fix a lot of these problems simply by ignoring your baser instincts to be a knuckle-dragging fucking idiot. Uh, don't send unsolicited dick pics. If a girl likes a likes a post or comments on something, she's not going to slide in your DMs, and that does not give you the uh, the go ahead to slide in hers. And if you walk by a woman on the street and she happens to make eye contact and you know you nod and smile, or there's a you know just a pleasant exchange, um, don't walk up behind her, chloroform rag her, and throw her in your van with no windows, <laughs> and take her back to your mom's house and lock her up in the basement, and chain her up, and feed her fish heads. Don't do that. That's that's not good. It's never good. Nobody likes that. <clears throat> and you're no. going to press it for a long time. Maybe not initially, but after 30 or 40 disappearances, you're probably going to be on somebody's radar somewhere, I imagine. Uh, look at Ted Bundy. But anyway, um, and that's been deep thoughts with Jack Handy. No, really, though. It, it's just it's ridiculous. Like you said, you can't even almost be like a decent, friendly human being to people and – no, this is the shit to deal with. So, and I'm like, I'm a super friendly person. Like, I enjoy speaking oh, with people. So I say that depends on where we're at. But um, yeah. So it's like almost irritating to me. So I don't know. I just <laughs> hide in the corners for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. That's no, that's no way to live. That's no way to live. Yeah. So here's here's some more questions. If you start trying to change things very much, you usually make them worse. Oh God. Okay. Here's here's another one. I would want to know that something would really work before I'd be willing to take a chance on it. Well, that's called clairvoyance, and I think we all <laughs> fucking want that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, these are not it, real questions. These are real questions, and I'm about to prove it as I'm going to snap a picture of this of my screen right now and I will send you this survey here. Um, this, yeah, like I said, this is, it, it's, it's comical that they tried to pass this off as a scientific survey there. I just sent that to you now. Um, let's see. Uh, it's better to stick by what you have than to try new things you really don't know about. Um, if something grows up over a long time, 
there will always be much wisdom in it. <laughs> and it, it says that is the only portion of the survey that has been captured as of this writing. However, others have taken the survey, remarked about it in a Reddit thread. Here are some of the comments. That's one sketchy survey. Something is fishy about it, maybe because most of the questions touch the themes that were done in The Last Jedi absolutely wrong. I mean, those who created the survey absolutely have in mind all the criticism and negativity people had towards Disney Star Wars. So check out how serious and big it is. We need to spread the survey as wide as possible, but don't make too radical answers because they may filter out the most radical answers zero and one. It may not say it about... It's about The Last Jedi, but it's literally all about The Last Jedi. Is it me? Are all these questions pretty loaded? Stuff like, I'm open to new things, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I am, if the execution isn't stupid garbage. And this pretty much sums up what people thought about The Last Jedi. It was, I, we don't really, like I said, this article is like a month old. It, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really need to um, go any further. It's just, this is, here's some of the, um, the uh, Claudia Gray Twitter thread. Now, there's one. It says there. Uh, the name is Raylo Source, and Raylo is those weird fucks that have uh, put uh, Ray and Kylo Ren together in a relationship. I don't want to say the word because I hate saying the word. And you make you fun said of it every all time weekend. I know because I was making fun of the creepy fucks, and now I don't want to say it anymore. Um, but. It says, hey, Claudia, love you and love the idea of this, but I would like to know more about who is collecting the data and what it is for. The form doesn't give any information. And she says, there's no information about the researchers, their ethics, or intended use or publication of data they gather. Please delete this, because unless you can verify who they are, shoddy researchers for a start, it's potentially putting people, women, in danger by sharing their info. Chiming in to second what Becca is saying, I also received this inquiry. As a psychologist who conducts research, this raises all sorts of red flags for me. At best, it's bunk research. At worst, it's a trolling scheme. In any case, it didn't add up. <laughs> and another one says, do you know who made this? It doesn't seem legit once, you've, once you're in the survey. Uh, no. I said it didn't sound real. But it, it was a real survey. It just was garbage research. So this guy was trying to trying to paint, like I said, uh, Last Jedi, uh, people who didn't like The Last Jedi, just as just misogynist, sexist, whatever. And it was like a difference whether it was harmful sexism or benevolent sexism. And that's what makes me laugh about the term benevolent sexism now is that some women will take it like it's a slight and you're being sexist if you hold a door open for him, which is just a polite thing to do. Like I said, for anybody. So yeah, it's like, My I, little I've never nephew, really had... no, this morning he held, I was like, come on, dude, like, what are you doing? And he's like, hold on auntie. And he's sitting there holding the door open for this mom and her two little kids. Like he literally saw them coming and stood there and waited and held the door. Like he's five. So jo Jobin did that. Yes. Oh, that's see, that's a little gentleman right there. Like, I know. How can, He's you, so cute. how can you? How can you? He's adorable. They're both adorable little kids. How can you discourage um, young men 
from being respectful like that. That is like that is the hallmark of a of a well, uh, I believe, of a well-rounded young man. It's just the ability to not only respect women, but just have respect for people in general, people around you, and it just yeah. it's being a good person. It's there's nothing wrong with that. And, and if somebody takes that as a slight or get, takes offense to a, a polite young man, especially at five years old, holding the door open for a mother and children like that that's that's very admirable quality that's been instilled in this in this young man and and like i said that's to be that's to be rewarded and applauded um as as you're you're doing a good job with this with this young man so yeah that's that's very that's very cool um and no i i don't i don't see how anybody could get mad at that right yeah because it literally makes no sense whatsoever um and i have a i have a guest now in my office um he's uh he's uh he's got four legs he's furry and <laughs> oh okay that's not where i'm going he's looking for a spot on my lap no trays in bed but okay. uh, the reason that uh, big meech is now in the uh in the place to be is because he was clawing at trey's door because meech is very fond of sleeping on trey's uh, changing table in his room so he wants to get in there at night, and we do not let the uh, the cats go in the in the baby's room at night. A baby, he's almost four, but you know they they don't they're not allowed to go in there. So he is angry. He woke me up like four times last night, and uh, I had to I had to get up and uh, and bribe him with food to stay away from the door. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh he's like a dog. He just he is the, he was. We, I was making Trey a peanut butter sandwich uh, for lunch the other day, peanut butter and jelly. And Meech comes running up because when we had the dogs, um, our old lab shepherd, Micah, used to have to take medication for her knees because she had a double knee replacement surgery. Um, so we had to give her her pain meds. And you give dogs, you know, you give them to them like a spoonful of peanut butter. And they right. eat it right up. Maisie got her puppy Xanax in peanut butter. So... When the dogs were taking their pills, Meech would come running up and he would, you know, swirl his little tail around my ankles and he would beg. And so he started getting a little spoon of peanut butter, too. So now whenever the peanut butter comes out, if I'm making a shake or I'm making a sandwich or Trey, he is right there on the counter and waiting. So Trey had a spoon. We were eating peanut butter out of the jar the other day. Trey had his spoon. Meech had a spoon and I had a spoon. Meech got one spoonful and that was it. <laughs> And uh, and then Trey Trey took his, and he got another one. And I see him; he puts a little bit in there, and he goes to lean down and give it to Meech. I'm like, if he eats off your spoon, you can't have any more. And Trey's like, No, Meech, this is mine. <laughs> he ate it. I'm like, Well, he already had like he already had a spoonful, and he's kind of a fat cat anyway. So I'm like, He's he's good. He's good. I mean, he weighs like he's like 16 pounds. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's he, almost as much as looks, my niece. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a little dog. Yeah, a, I wouldn't say little, a, but yeah, he's a little fluff. That's for sure. I just I like I like fluffy kittens. I do. I like my fluffy kittens. We're gonna get another one soon because the old one is getting ready to uh, unfortunately probably go to that uh, big litter box in the sky pretty soon. It's just, which is sad because Erica's had him uh, since he was a kitten and she had his twin sister, but she got put down uh, about what seven years ago now. She was so fat when she ran across the kitchen, 
for the floor her <laughs> belly swung back it was hilarious <laughs> she got diabetes so we had to put her we just put her down like, like well you could give her three shots a day i'm like this fucking cat is like afraid of anybody not us so we just we put her down she was like i said way overweight and she had anxiety issues anyway and she started to have accidents so i was like bye-bye <laughs> but no meech is only six so because i'm talking about pets now this is uh and this is the ASPCA hour on the Place to Be Reviews. Uh, the adoption drive for the uh, litter of kittens will be uh, tomorrow from 4 to 5 p.m., uh, followed by a bake sale. Um, just, oh, make like sure bake sales. just make sure you don't eat my brownies and Rice Krispie treats, as those are special and uh, not for people under 18 years old. Duly noted. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anybody that has a job that uh, might require you to uh, pee in a cup or provide a hair sample, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> but uh, if you're, if you're like me and uh, you can do this sort of thing and enjoy yourself, then uh, enjoy yourself, bitches. It's a celebration. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> so now that I've went off on that fucking tangent, about what are pets, we celebrating? Yeah, like... I, I, I don't know. Uh, we're gonna have a pet drive, I think, for the show. I don't know. I'm being sarcastic. We're not. We're not having a pet drive, not yet. Not yet. Because if I get like a bunch of kids, stop chewing on that, you dick. Um, <laughs> if I get, a, I'm talking to the fucking cat now. If I get a bunch, hey man, if I get a bunch of uh, a bunch of cats running around, I'm gonna end up keeping like nine of them. I'll be like an old cat lady. <laughs> oh my god. I would like seriously. If I was single, like no, no woman would date me because I'd have like 37 cats. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? This guy's a soy boy. He's got all these cats and shit. Like, little do you know, my fucking cats all wear, like, spike collars and they're badasses. I don't have cats. I'm not allowed to have any pet bigger than a gerbil, so. Oh, because of your uh, your uh, association uh, yeah. laws and rules and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I When I lived in my apartment, we were allowed to have cats, so I had two. And uh, Satan kept them and then put them down, so. Which they were both at. They were they. I loved mine. Hers was a complete psychotic bitch. Like her, um, so horrible. Seriously, I don't care. Fuck her. No, never mind. Oh, <laughs> hang on. I, I need to think of. Uh, let me. Let's see. Wait. Hang on. Okay, we're good. I just thought of. Uh, I just thought of Elizabeth Olsen. We're good. <laughs> so we're good there. No. Um. But yeah. Cats, huh? What's the deal? Um, that was like a 16-minute fucking pet rant. Why do you let me do that? I don't know. I'm too tired to <laughs> why, care. Why do you let me do that? I, I seriously, I have one. Let's see here. What is this? Oh, oh, okay. We can we can talk about this one. I have one more article. Then we'll just we'll just wrap this episode up early tonight. Well, yeah, kind of early. I don't know. Um. Marvel on Netflix, and this is from Vulture.com, but before we do that, I am going to say where you can find us. You can find us at The Place to Be Reviews on Facebook, The Place to Be, at The Place to Be RE1 on Twitter, Etepo Queens, The Place to Be Reviews on YouTube, even though Monica hates to say it. <laughs> uh, let's see where else you can find this. Oh, yeah, Instagram, at T. P2BR on Instagram. 
the place to be reviews at mail.com for your email needs. That's right. And uh, on Tumblr, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, Lord. Yeah, when I, <laughs> I it was funny because Randy's girlfriend was trying to explain Tumblr to me, which I mean, in concept, it's cool. I just I don't have time for that, like that, and like Reddit. Like I, I, I actually read. I went to a couple Reddit threads and was looking up some just some some stuff that was you know on there that was actually uh, kind of almost you know provable information, facts, whatnot. So I was kind of looking in there for some, you know, just little things like that tidbits for a video. And that's about as much as I can do. Uh, I don't have the time to like post and upvote. And, you know, those Reddit threads are like rabbit holes. Um, yeah. Once, once you go down one, it's, it's really difficult to find your way out. So this is vulture.com. Uh, this is by Abraham Reisman and Marvel on Netflix. What went wrong? Um, well, Meech, you're going to die if you keep chewing on my cord. Uh, I love how this picture has – it's got uh, Jessica Jones, uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Daredevil in an elevator. And we all know Daredevil's blind, but this is, this picture is just funny. Like, I've never I've never watched the Daredevil show. Uh, I no. saw the movie with uh, you know Ben Affleck back in the day. But this is uh, – I almost forgot about that. Like, I forgot he did that. Look at – Look at uh, Daredevil. Look what they got over his face. It just looks funny. It's like, um, is he worried about refractory light? I don't. I don't understand this. But okay. So there, I just say that. It's kind of funny. Um, I want to check out. I'm actually going to check out the Daredevil show. Everybody's told me that is really good. That one and um, see the picture. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Um. Reiterate yeah. that, I guess. Yeah. It's like, okay, dude, we know he's blind. I get it. Does he really have to have a beanie over his face? <laughs> Just because he can't see doesn't mean people can't see him. Damn it. It's like Drax, I'm moving so slow that you can't detect my motion. <laughs> oh, we watched that uh, last night. Did uh, Now, was that your dad seen that before, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say that, could, I was like, that was his first time seeing it. What, what did he think? But he obviously likes it if he's seen it before. So Yeah. They get stuck watching it every time they come to my house. Well, it's a it's a kick ass movie. I mean, you can never go wrong with Guardians one or two. No, uh, I'm really hoping the third one is just as good, especially if it has Thor. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna mark out if Thor's in that. I'll be really happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will. It, I I like Chris Hemsworth as Thor. I really do. Um, I, I'm not I'm not on the fat Thor train. I'm not on board with that. But I mean. I like the character. You know, I'm, I don't dislike the character just because of that. I don't like the direction they took it in, but I still enjoy Hemsworth portrayal, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Vulture. What went wrong with Marvel on Netflix? There was a brief shining moment when it seemed like this whole Marvel Netflix thing was going to work out just fine. I can say that about a lot of relationships I've been in. I can <laughs> tell you exactly when that moment began. Around 7 p.m. on October 11th, 2015, along with hundreds of others, I was crammed into the main auditorium at New York Comic-Con, Meech, stay away from those cords, where a standing room only crowd had gathered to hear the latest about the future of Marvel's cinematic universe on the world's biggest streaming platform. The joint venture had already begun six months prior to the release of the somewhat acclaimed first season of Daredevil, and the audience that night was amped up about the next outing Jessica Jones, which I've heard that show is just woke garbage. I haven't seen any of it. 
I have it, but like every everybody I know that's seen it, just it's like it's it's that's not an SJW is like it's woke as fuck and it's not really good. Yeah, not surprised. So I don't I don't trust the opinions of SJWs either. So you know, I don't. I, I didn't know that. I wasn't I wasn't aware. You, you, yes, it's not like this is the first. I, I, am I just bringing this up for the first time now? Yeah. I'm Pete. Have we met? <laughs> uh, are, is, are you new here? Are you new here? Uh, not anymore. This is episode number sixteen for you. You keep saying that. It's like a time warp. I just keep redoing yeah, episode def- sixteen. No, you the, the last one was fifteen. You're sixteen now. You keep telling You're me 16. that it's sixteen. <laughs> That's just like me when I'm drinking. How many beers have we had? Two. <laughs> no matter. If, That's my answer. No matter if, I, if if I've had if I've had uh eight or if I've killed an eighteen pack, it's it's two. Uh, but if I've killed an 18 pack, usually at this stage of the game right now, uh, I am passed the fuck out. So we were abruptly told that we'd be getting a surprise screening of that show's very first episode. Squealing and cheering commenced. This was a crowd that expected great things. I, I can just see a bunch of like soy latte squealing over fucking Jessica Jones. Yeah, I can and, too. And that's just uh, ugh. And oh boy, their expectations were met. That our inaugural installment of Jessica Jones was a true humdinger. Oh God! <laughs> uh, oh God! Did they did they just say that? It was distinctive without being flashy, mature without being ponderous, ambitious without being self-satisfied, sexy without being exploitative, and just dot 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 good. Underlined in in uh, almost italics. Oh, it was good. It was that good. I can't tell you how much of a revelation a good superhero show was at that time. We were used to spandex outings that were inane, formulaic, and utterly uninterested in pushing a single envelope. But here was a tale that seemed like it was going to grapple with everything from PTSD to queerness and do it all with style. Showrunner Melissa Rosenberg and star Kristen Ritter genuinely seemed to be elevating the game. Soon as the screening was done, I rushed to the lobby to get reception and email my editor like an old-timey reporter clamoring for a payphone just after getting a hot scoop. I have seen the future of superheroes, I thought, and it's Marvel Netflix. I think I threw up in my mouth with her description (laughs) of uh, Jessica Jones. And I've never even seen a fucking episode of the show, and I was just like, ugh. If, if you like, if you like, yeah, if you like cringy bullshit, then this is the show for you. If it ever was the future, it is now the past. This week sees the barely ballyhooed release of the third and final season of Jessica Jones, which is itself the final season of Marvel's four-year Netflix experiment. Its death has been agonizingly and humiliatingly gradual over the course of the past few months. Each of the five ongoing series that have made it up has been given the axe one after another. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Punisher. Their fans all saw them go the way of the dodo without fanfare. See, I didn't know The Punisher got canceled. I, I like that show. Any of them. I, I was watching, me and Erica were watching The Punisher. Um, I really like John Bernthal. In, uh, he was great as Shane in The Walking Dead, so I uh, I had started uh, watching that, and it was um, 
was really good. Um, <laughs> this is this is what happens when you message me during the show. If, yeah, sorry. <laughs> if it was ever the future, it's not the past. Okay. So I don't know. Um, let's see. It was all too clear there wasn't much advance warning for the creative teams, given that many of the shows ended without resolution. That's the picture I'm going to use for the show tonight. Um, even though Marvel no. Television, I'm just kidding. Even though Marvel Television's corporate overlord Disney is launching its own streaming platform, the superhero programming there will be run by the movie folks at Marvel Studios who don't particularly get along with the TV crew. So it seems unlikely any resurrections will be in the cards. The loose ends will probably forever dangle in the wind, reminding diehards to never love anything too much. Okay. And this article goes on and fucking on. Yeah, but we can we can just kind of talk about the the Netflix deal, and like they said, you know, the Disney Plus streaming service is starting soon. Um, it's it's going to take you know they we've we've talked about the shows they're launching. You know, they've got Loki, they got Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, you know, WandaVision right now, which I, I'm very let down by what I've heard about that show. What we talked about, if. Uh, if it really is her just creating this false reality in her head to cope with losing uh, vision, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, I, I didn't have high hopes from it from the beginning for it. Um, yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. Then this is what kills me now is, is this going to be the way it is? You know, are are they just going to like? They said these are these are going to be the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the movie people working on these shows. So I wouldn't think they'd want to just throw these, you know, half cock storylines out there that make, uh, you know, make their their characters <laughs> look bad. I hope not, but I mean, look at your boys over at uh your Star Wars dudes, so. Oh, they're not my boys. Oh, they're horrible. <laughs> horrible, horrible. You called Brie Larson my bestie, so. I did. I had that one coming. Yeah. I had that one coming. I can't even argue with you, little one. I had that one coming. No, um, that, uh, this is the thing, too. And there was actually another, we talked about the Lady Sif show, um, Yes, Please, uh, rumored, and there was still some more rumblings about that. Um, not, not of course, right off the get go. They're going to see how uh, these other shows pan out first. But yeah, I, I would, I would be down for Lady Sif show. Um, of course, she would. <laughs> well, she's a badass too. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's not that it's just Jamie Alexander. Jamie Alexander's beautiful. It's that the character is literally she's a bad bitch. Like, she she kicks ass. You know, she's she's that's that's the kind of female character that is like cool bring it on you know that's that's awesome i'm i'm yeah. down with that that's definitely something that i would watch and not be like this is just i feel weird watching this you know um those cringy ass like supergirl type shows like i can't watch that shit like i made it through four episodes of the first season i didn't make it that far it was a cringe fest i think i got out at 10 minutes maybe Oh, and yeah, that was they, honestly know. the only reason why I even like made the decision to start watching it is because they did a crossover with Arrow, and I really liked Arrow, so I was like, 
I'm going to sit through this just to, like, make it make sense where they get to the arrow, you know, crossover part. And, yeah, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah, I I liked her when she came on, uh, you know, the Flash for their, you know, the crossovers with the Arrowverse and stuff like that. But I just, yeah, her show. Like, I didn't care that they made Jimmy Olsen a black guy. I don't care that they had Lana Luther before they had Lex Luther. Um, it's just over, over the top feminism, SJW bullshit. And I, I, I couldn't watch it. You know, Trey and I were watching. It was funny because we would put it on because we watched the four episodes over the course of four days. We didn't just binge them all one day. Yeah. And I would joke around before we'd start. I'm like, all right, we got to put super hottie on. So Trey started calling her that. So when we go through the Netflix menu, we pass Super Girl and be like, look, Super Hottie, Dad. Wife oh, kind of looks at him like, I'm like, well, I was like, you know, she's attractive. She's fucking nuts, but she's attractive. So, and yeah. Like I said, she, she watched like the Captain Marvel video with me and she was like, yeah, it's fucking cringy. You know, the same thing with the Batwoman trailer. I had her watch that Batwoman trailer. I'm like, is it just me? Nope. Okay, cool. I want her woman's opinion on it, you know? Yeah, I, I I want that because I that just that validates the fact that I'm, I'm not wrong. So maybe I might be a little a little abrasive at times with my uh, my opinions, but uh, that's just the uh, the man in which I like to deliver my information. Quite uh, concise and uh, without uh, filler, you know. Just give you the main course right there. Bam. That's what she said. I was just going to say a good three hours of uh, bam. There, there's your main course. There you go. All set. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be a three hour show tonight. We are, uh, we're, we're about going to, we're going to wrap this up here. Um, right now, actually, I think we can, uh, I think we can just end this episode on that. Um, <laughs> okay. really, no, it's, 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 you know, it's 11 o'clock. I got to do a, got to do a video. It's 10 o'clock. You, you got a long day at work tomorrow. Um, yeah. We'll be back Wednesday night with a, a normal structured episode and it'll be uh, just Monica and I again Wednesday. And then next Monday, we're going to try to get coach Loudy on Wednesday. I'm going to talk to my boy, Seth, the app, the Appalachian American and uh, get him on Wednesday night. He was on the uh, live stream over on David Applegate's uh, channel with us <laughs> on Saturday or Friday night. I'm sorry. And, yeah, I missed uh, that one. Yep, that was uh, that one. Kind of went off the rails on some uh, some heavy political stuff. Um, I, I was that's why I didn't really I didn't I, I it was fine with me. You know, I wasn't uh, really promoting that our channel was you know a huge part of it. Um, and we we rounded it back to pop culture and entertainment. It just took a little while, but I, I really uh, I didn't I didn't want to get too involved in the politics the whole thing. You know what I mean? It was just like yeah. yeah. I don't mind talking about it, you know, off air, but um, that's that's not what I want this uh, this to be uh, reflective of. Is uh, is that like I said, the identity politics stuff? That's that's a given in entertainment today, but uh, the whole mainstream politics thing, I, I just I really don't uh, care to delve into that here um, on this platform. So that would uh, that would not be beneficial for us so we won't do that but what we will do is we will say thank you for joining us for episode 36 of the place to be reviews we will be back wednesday night with more goodness i have uh we'll have some uh, we'll have some more stuff planned i'll be back uh, shortly with a youtube video um and this marvel what i want to talk about wednesday is uh 
some more Marvel phase four stuff because I got another article uh, that came out, I think yesterday. And this is, uh, this is talking about them. Uh, the video, a preview for the video I'm doing is them uh, shelving the Ant-Man franchise. Oh yeah. And it's, it, I'm not happy with it at all um, because we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, um, you know, the, the confirmed films for phase four and, Ant-Man 3 was one of them. Yeah. So now that <clears throat> that opens up a spot in Phase 4 uh, for one of the other rumored titles. Which I haven't heard any um, new, new information on what would be replacing Ant-Man 3. But there is a Reddit thread that I'm going to look into that was basically a lot of the, the basis for the article that I'm uh, using for the video. And so I'm, I'm going to dig into that Reddit thread, uh, record the video, and then we've got another video coming up after that on franchise fatigue from 411mania.com. I will be uh, putting that out tonight yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be burning the candles at both ends tonight. So, <laughs> yeah, with that being said, I won't this, be. <laughs> no, you'll be past it. I, I probably will do one video uh, tonight. I'll do the Ant-Man video tonight because I already did it and I have to redo it now because of the audio issue. Um, so I'll redo Ant-Man and then we'll do the franchise fatigue video uh, tomorrow. So with that being said, this has been episode 36. You can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Also, E-Temple Queen's a place to be reviews on YouTube. We're just talking about videos. There's been eight videos uploaded since Saturday. That's right, eight, my friends. You can email me at the place to be reviews at mail.com. You can find us on Twitter at the place to be re one on Instagram. T P two B R the place to be reviews on Instagram. That's right. Our uh, account manager, coach Loudy over there will be uh, throwing some pictures up on there uh, that I sent him. And actually I got some more from my sister tonight. So I'll be putting those on the Facebook page as well. Uh, we've got some interviews up with some, Great people at Comic-Con. Uh, Donnie from Dragon Dance Cosplay. Terry from Shallowgrave Comics. Uh, you know, Randy and Dakota that organized uh, Holt Lake Con 2019. It's all right there on the Place to Be Reviews. E-Temple Coons, the Place to Be Reviews on YouTube. With that being said, we are out. Monica, take us out. Say goodnight to the folks. <laughs> Bye, friends. And you have yourself a great night, young lady. And we will be in touch. Um, yes. Have a good night, and listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you on Wednesday night. Until then, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Welcome to a bonus segment I'm going to tack onto this episode. This is my interview with Terry Whitmore from ShallowGraveComics.com, the author of Curse of the Northwoods. He was really great and fun to sit down and talk to for a few minutes at a Houghton Lake Con this weekend. And I talked to him about his influences, uh, inspiration, and kind of what he has planned down the road for some future projects. And about, of course, his book, Curse of the Northwoods. So this is my brief interview with Terry Whitmore right here on The Place to Be Reviews. Stay tuned.